This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. All right, hello again for another episode of Retirement Keys. I'm your host, Anthony Kinjemi. We have our co-host, our fabulous co-host with us today, as we do every Sunday, Mr. Tony Shore. And we're here to bring you another episode of Retirement Keys this Sunday morning. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we really couldn't do the show without you. Oh, Anthony, thank you so much. And yes, it's another beautiful Sunday morning and always great to be here with you on the show. I'm looking forward to this one. I, I think you've got a great one lined up for us, but I've been doing really well. I've just been keeping busy with the family. You know, it's uh, there's a lot to do out there uh, this time of year. My wife and I sat down and actually did our budget and got everything together for our taxes over the weekend. And, you know, people dread that, but it feels so good once you have it done, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the time of year. And I tell you, actually, you know, tax planning really should go throughout the year. A lot of opportunities that you have end on December 31st of the previous year, but there's still things you can do uh, up until tax filing. And so, um, yeah, it's always good, Tony, to to get that done and kind of keep an eye on that throughout the year. We do a lot of tax uh, planning, which is quite different than tax preparation, of course, with our partner CPA firms and some other fabulous uh, programs that we utilize to really dissect people's taxes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really good. And obviously tax planning is an important part of the overall financial plan that you do for people. And it's an important part of retirement planning as well. I think people don't realize uh, what can happen with their taxes in retirement. But today I know you wanted to focus on what's called enhanced planning or what you call enhanced planning. Why don't you start off by telling us what all enhanced planning entails? What are we going to be talking about today? Absolutely, Tony. So, you know, and uh, well, you, you, you know for sure, and I think probably even most of our listeners know by now, that there's really five key areas that we address in retirement planning. Uh, in estate planning, estate and enhanced planning, you can really uh, sum up there together. So we, we, you know, feel like estate and enhanced planning is critical, uh, investments, obviously income planning, healthcare planning, and taxes. So that's kind of the, that's the five keys to a stress-free retirement covering those five key areas. So estate and legacy planning and enhanced planning, Tony, this is state planning is really just how things are going to transition if, you know, when our time is up on this earth and we are transitioning to the next uh, realm and phase of, of, of life, we pass on, we transition, 
where does our stuff go? You know, our retirement plans, our, our land, our, 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 our assets, right? And so estate and legacy planning and this enhanced planning that, uh, that is all part of this particular area really just is wrapped around, you know, who's going to receive what they're going to receive and how they're going to receive it. And at the end of it, Tony, you know, we want to leverage that and we want to be as efficient as we can be. I mean, it really is our final, you know, uh, love letter that we that we give to our, our family and our heirs, uh, you know, how things transition to them with our estate. And uh, it's critical, Tony. Yeah, it is, Anthony. And, and you know, obviously, uh, we've touched on this before in previous shows, but when you talk about estate planning and legacy planning, there are a lot of different aspects. And I know that uh, wills and trusts are a big part of it. Powers of attorney, um, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, I know about that. I think I have a will or, you know, I think I'm going to get a will. I'm only 50 and, you know. Things like right. that. Uh, and uh, boy, you really, no matter what age, really, uh, especially if you're married with children, you've got to have a will. And if you're in your 50s or planning for retirement or in retirement, you really need to have an estate plan in place and a legacy plan. And, and it, we're going to talk about the various aspects of that, like beneficiaries, trusts. And so it's all important, isn't it? Oh, it, it absolutely is, Tony. And, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, I, when we think of estate planning documents, uh, there's really just a handful of them, if you will, sure. but all so important. You have, of course, as you mentioned, wills. So we're in a community property state and, uh, you know, without a will, you know, it's really, you know, a lot of times, you know, for these jointly owned assets, like for instance, our home, uh, my wife and I both own our home. And, uh, let's just say I didn't have a will and I died in what they call intestate, uh, and I were to pass away. Well, the question is, where does my half of the home go? Does it go to her or does it go to my kids? And so, well, I can tell you if you die intestate and, and in Louisiana, it would go to my kids and she would have what's called use or usufruct. But uh, if I was looking to have my jointly owned home to go to her, then, of course, I'd need a will for that. Right. But people's situations are, you know, that you could be married, uh, previous marriages, kids from previous marriages. Uh, then there's, uh, you know, all sorts of assets, not just a home, but anything titled in your name. So in Louisiana, we call it succession. In most states, they call it probate. But really, Tony, it's just simply the retitling of an asset. I mean, if I have a, a boat in my name and I were to pass away, well, they have to take the boat out of my name and put it into, let's say, my oldest son's name, if that's where I want it to go, or my wife's name, uh, so they could keep it, buy it, sell it, do whatever they want with it, right? But it needs to be transferred out of my name into someone else's name. Well, that's what succession is all about. And I know in your state, y'all call it probate, but it's, it's just the retitling of an asset. 
But without a will, Tony, then all of those items with, with titles, boats, cars, bank accounts, property, land, all of these titled assets, uh, without a will, I mean, it's just really up to the court. And then they've got some default mechanisms, but then people can contest that. So it really is important to have a good structured what I would call custom or tailored will to your situation. And the reason why I'm kind of emphasizing custom is because, you know, just printing off a, a will off of LegalZoom.com and, and, and filling in some of the blanks, I'm not so sure that's the, you know, the best way to right. go. Uh, you yeah. know, if you have a, in, in our case, a good Louisiana lawyer that really puts your will together and itemizes the things that you want transferred to who and what and how, your will is going to take precedence over those assets. And so it's so important to have a will. Um, then, Tony, as you mentioned, there are beneficiary designations or what we call kind of the contract bucket, if you will. Beneficiary designations, trusts would go into this area. What's nice about, let's say, the beneficiary designations, and this is true with your life insurance, your annuities, your IRAs, your investments, 401ks, any retirement plans that have beneficiary designations, um, those assets transfer directly to those named beneficiaries and it avoids the whole succession process. It goes directly to those named beneficiaries. So it is a very efficient way to pass assets on through this contract bucket, if you will, or the beneficiary bucket. Um, the, the thing there, of course, is it's just got to be, you know, spelled out properly. I'll give you a quick example, uh, Tony, what I mean by that. Sure. Uh, I, ha I have four boys. Okay. And uh, so my wife, let's say, is primary and my four boys are contingent beneficiaries. And uh, let's say they're a little older and my oldest son is married and now he has kids. So let's say my grandkids, right? Right. So me and my oldest son, we, we like to fish. So let's assume, and God forbid this never happens, but let's assume we're in a boating accident and we're both killed uh, together. So the question is, and this is an estate planning question, the question is, would I want my son who, who, who passed away uh, with me or predeceased with me, would I want his share again of my life insurance, annuities, 401, any retirement plan, sure. would I want his share, his 25% to go to his kids, right? To my grandkids. Uh, and of course my answer is yes, I would, uh, want his share to go to his kids. Uh, now, there's no right or wrong answer. I, I might say, no, I don't want that. But in my case, I would say yes. Sure. Well, if I don't have it set up properly on the beneficiary forms, I just disinherited those grandkids. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and, and the remaining three. So it can get, make a big difference. You really have to pay attention and make adjustments as you have changes to your family. 
Absolutely, Tony. And so that's why estate and legacy planning and enhanced planning is not a, you know, set it and forget it and, you know, and all this type of thing or one size fits all. It's just not. I mean, this, you know, if somebody gets married, somebody has kids, there's a death in the family. This is all the times to make sure that the beneficiary designations are, are, are updated and, and, and spelled out properly. Your will is, is, is taken care of and updated. And so, and let me just say, Tony, none of this, none of this is expensive. You know, we're, we're not talking about, you know, expensive processes to make sure beneficiary designations are proper right. or make sure your will is, 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 is custom and, and proper. We're not talking about a lot of money, but if it's not set up properly and then somebody does pass away, let me tell you, <laughs> then it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a problem. And you know, you hear the horror stories about you know, the guy, I remember the guy in, in New York, it was uh, a number of years ago, I read the story about a guy who uh, was married, got married young, made a mistake. I mean, he was like 20 or 21 and didn't know what he was doing, was married a, a couple of years and he had had a good, got a good job out of college or 23, maybe he was. And um, so he had a good job and was putting away money for retirement and he put his wife as beneficiary. But it didn't last. I mean, it lasted less than two years. And then he got happily remarried and started a family and had been married for another 35, 40 years. And he passed away, but he'd never changed the beneficiary designation on his accounts. Yeah. And he, there was a lot of money in there. And his wife, who he had loved for, you know, how many ever years, 20, 30 years, and his kids um, didn't get any of it because even though he said he wanted to leave everything to them in a will, the beneficiary designation takes precedent, right? It does. Absolutely. Yeah. And that went to court and that, and they lost, I mean, they got the, it went to the ex-wife because yeah. she was legally, that name is who he put as a beneficiary. So well, she did, Tony, she didn't turn around and give that money back to the first wife. I mean, the, the <laughs> second wife. <laughs> Ah, you're cracking me up. No, she did not. <laughs> no, she did not. But I actually did hear, I did read a story of that happening where um, uh, it was left to a person who was no longer in their life and they did give it back to his kids. Okay. Uh, but not in that case, though, that I was talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would that say would be let's rare. not depend on that. <laughs> yeah, really. Can you imagine? I mean, that's a nightmare scenario, isn't it? It really is, Tony. And so, like I say, I mean, having a properly drafted will and having your beneficiary designations done, the forms done properly. And what I mean by properly, let, let's let's not forget, there's really no right or wrong in terms of what's right is what you want to happen. That's right. what's right, you see. And so the question, and we have a family estate planning uh, and um, uh, enhanced planning checklist. And we just simply, you know, very methodically go down the line. Okay. What about this? What about that? Well, you know, how would you want this to go? So we just basically, you know, go through a family estate planning checklist. We have you know, excellent attorneys. One in particular is phenomenal, Chip Lacoca, And he, 
very, very inexpensive. And you can get your wills, your living wills, your power of attorneys, your beneficiary designations, all of this stuff cleaned up. I mean, really very, very, very uh, not not expensive, but critical to having your estate and the legacy planning uh, set up properly. So I would say a pro, especially in Louisiana, I can't speak for other states, but a properly drafted will and uh, beneficiary designations uh, done, those forms done properly are, are really two uh, pieces of the puzzle that are just kind of a must, I would say, for us all. Okay, so so we've got that. Um, and then I know we want to talk a little bit, Tony, about living wills, power of attorneys and trusts. And uh, I do want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, we should do that after our break. Yeah, we should probably take a quick break first. You're correct. Um, and before the break, let our listeners know about the special offer you have for them, Anthony. Absolutely. So if you're listening and, and you're saying, hey, I'd like to make sure that my estate and legacy planning is in place, by all means, you know, pick up the phone and give us a call. 504-828-2171. It's a free consultation. We'll sit down with our lawyer here, go through all of the family estate planning, like I mentioned, the checklist. And uh, let's make sure that all of your estate and legacy planning documents are up to date. Uh, the last thing we you want is to, you know, pass away and leave a mess. Right. Okay. And we don't want that. So, nope. um, by all means, give us a call or take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. And welcome back to Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Kinjemi. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And Anthony, We've been talking about enhanced planning, and really uh, that covers a lot, but mainly that's, you know, how do you want to leave things for your loved ones? And you don't want to leave your loved ones a mess or a burden or a lot to sort out, or, you know, you want to avoid them having to go to probate to get what they need or to be able to handle your affairs. And so there's a lot to set up. I mean, it's, it's more than just pre-planning for uh, the funeral to be covered. It's uh, their lives moving forward without you and without your income and uh, without the financial plan you had set up. It needs to change, but you can plan for that ahead of time. And I know, Anthony, you were just saying before the break, that's something that you and your office uh, help your clients do, correct? Oh, absolutely, Tony. I mean, uh, you know, we've just been around long enough to know that when we have a client pass away, if they, if all their ducks aren't in a row with their estate planning, you know, it becomes a burden. It becomes an issue for the family and it, and then ultimately it, you, you know, it becomes an issue for our firm if things aren't done properly. So, uh, you know, we've learned a long time ago that it's, 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 it's imperative, 
to have, you know, and again, I will say, use the word basic, right? Because to me, a custom will and a living will and a power of attorney and properly drafted beneficiary designations, that's, that's you know, that's universal for us all. I, I can't imagine anybody thinking that that doesn't apply, you know, to them. And so it's important and uh, it's it's not expensive. It's it's not expensive at all, but it's so necessary. Uh, so, yes, we are definitely um, on board with making sure that our clients uh, have proper estate planning documents. I know one thing you do is start with beneficiary designations, and we talked a bit about that. And then, you know, you move on to making sure people have a will. And I know you've been a big proponent. Everyone needs a will, right? Absolutely, Tony. And I would say that the right, the 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 primary documents, will, living will, power of attorneys, durable power of attorneys, uh, and beneficiary designations or or you know, and properly drafted beneficiary forms sure. uh, are are key. As it relates to trust, let me just say that you know, everybody's got their view on trusts and sure. setting up these, what they call, you know, revocable living trusts. And what happens there is you put all your assets, you retitle everything in the name of the trust. And then when somebody passes away, they don't have to go through, as I say, succession in Louisiana. They, you know, everything's already titled in the trust. And so we don't, with a properly drafted will, you know, our attorneys, they open and close the succession. It is not complicated, you know, or expensive to do a succession. Yeah. And a lot of times these trusts become very convoluted. And so even though I am a proponent for trust in certain areas or certain aspects, uh, to say that we are big proponents of Hey, avoid succession and put everything in a trust and, and, mm. and buy this expensive trust and then put yeah, everything inside no. the trust. That's not really, uh, you know, high on our priority list uh, unless it's, you know, there's some specific reason for that. Um, we're not, you know, succession in Louisiana, especially with a good will, is not a big deal. Okay. But with all that said, do we have our lawyers do trusts and draft up trusts from time to time? And the answer is yes. And I will give you some examples of where we see trusts work really well, you know, for our clients. Okay. I'll give you some just off the top of my head. One, if there's a special needs situation where maybe a son or a daughter or a grandchild is a special needs uh, person and they're and they need uh, they're not able to manage money on their own or they may lose benefits uh, if they got a bunch of money. So they need somebody else to help facilitate their, you know, their well-being, their special needs type, Down syndrome or whatever it might be. Well, then you need a trust for that. You need a special needs trust. So you might want to carve out assets uh, for the for the for the future well-being of this person, but you can't leave them money directly. Well, of course, a, a trust would be needed. That's an example, right? But let me and let me say this to you. You know, if you die in test state, Louisiana, like I like I mentioned, like my home situation, you know, I own my home. My wife and I own the home jointly. Right. So it's a community. Right. It's community property. Um, and le and I have four kids, as I mentioned, I'm 55 years old. My wife's uh, 45. So let's say I were to pass away. Right. 
So the question is, and again, I'm just throwing it out here because we're just throwing out scenarios, but uh, here's a scenario. I pass away. And then the question is, do I want my half of my home, my half, I'm just using the home as an example, uh, to go to my wife, right? Uh, well, then I need a will for that, right? We would call a reciprocal will, and, and then it would go to her. But then you could say, and I mean, I'm just using myself for an example. So, you know, I, uh, you could say, well, hey, what if she, what if she got remarried? And now she owns the home. I mean, I, right. you know, the, my half of the home that I was looking for that to go to the kids. So maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to leave my kids as naked owner. And she has what's called use of frock of my half. Yeah. But then if she got remarried or if she sold the house or if she moved, you know, whatever the case then my kids would receive their inheritance, right? From, let's say, from this property or anything that I would do, use the usufruct rule for. So what, what I'm saying is here, Tony, is not to, not to give any you know, advice because everybody's situation is different and everybody's needs and wants are different. But the key is to just have a facilitator, and that's our family estate planning checklist, yeah. a facilitator to just simply answer the, you know, what about this? What about that? Well, if this happened, what would you want? You know, and then let's just make sure that we have done a good job with that. And we have the right documents in place to make sure things happen the way you want them to happen. And there that to me is estate and legacy planning and enhanced planning. It's just making sure that we know what you want and you have the documents in place to make sure it happens the way you want it to happen. There you go. That's the bottom line, and I think that's great, Anthony. We're out of time, so really quick before we go, just give out that phone number our listeners can call to set up that complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation. Absolutely. Well, thank you all so much for joining us uh, here on Retirement Keys. We really Hope that the information that we bring to you is is uh, helpful. And by all means, give our office a call. Get, let, let us just provide a second opinion. It's complimentary. Our number is 504-828-2171. That's 504-828-2171. Or visit us online at crescentcityretirement.com. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Keys with our host, Anthony Kinjemi. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Kinjemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.